0: And tip things off. This is Retirement 360 with Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton.
1: Welcome. You're listening to Retirement 360. We've got Troy Bolton from Mercurio Wealth Advisors in studio to talk about money. You know, he's a financial advisor. So, of course, uh, the whole point of the show, Retirement 360, is to get you ready, help you have the information you need to make proper decisions as you go in, into retirement and to get you through retirement. Troy, welcome back to the show.
2: Thank you, sir. Appreciate
1: it. All right. So y'all have the big event coming up July 14th, but registration is already closed. It's already full Sell out. You'll have to wait until next year if you want to do the halftime show again. But even though the guy can't make it, explain to him what this uh, halftime pep talk is.
2: Yeah, this is really where we're bringing in a couple of really good speakers. We have coach Scotty Davenport from... Ellerman coming in. Everybody knows who he is here locally. He worked with the University of Louisville for years and he's a local guy. So it's really cool getting his perspective on things, but he's going to have a conversation about how the being part of a team is more than just being yourself, if that makes sense to you. So it's more than just you. It's, you got to think about everybody around you and how to make everybody better by being part of that team. And that's really what we focus on here at Mercurio Wealth Advisors is building that team around our clients that will put them in the best spot to have the most successful retirement. So we felt like that conversation coming from Coach Davenport fits in really well with what we do. So very good speaker. Very excited to have him there and speak to our clients. How do you know him? How'd you you get him on the roster there? Well, friends through friends. Yeah, we got Tony Vanetti, he's a local personality. Everybody knows who Tony Vanetti is around here in Louisville. He's a Trinity grad. Which James, you're not from here, but here in Louisville, it's more important where you went to high school than where you went to college. So it's one of those weird questions that you'll get when you're talking to people: is where'd you go to school? And they don't mean what college; they meant high school. So he's a Trinity grad here locally, so a lot of people know him. But he's a radio personality with Al Hart and WHAS. And he actually did our radio show years ago, so we reached out to him and just said, "Hey." Tony, do you know, by any chance, know Scotty and could you get us in contact with him? And he said, like, yeah, got us in contact. Coach came in here, talked to Alan and myself. And we we're like, yeah, we based on your message and the way your story goes, we need you. We want you to talk to our clients and prospective clients that are going to be at our event.
1: All right. So this is going to be a big event besides coach Davenport being there. Uh, who's the other guest?
2: Tom Siamatis. He is the chief investment officer with AE Wealth Management. His team manages over 16 billion dollars in assets so it's pretty rare to get an insider's view of how they manage portfolios how they're looking at the market what changes they're looking for happening seeing what has already changed and what they see coming forward so we're able to bring him in he's coming all the way from Topeka Kansas which to be honest with you is not easy to get to Louisville from Topeka but he's coming in he's going to speak to our clients probably got I would say 20-minute presentation, just kind of his market outlook, his opinion on where we've been and where we're going and what our managers are looking at. So we're bringing both of them in. Looks like to be, I think right now we're total registered. We have about 180 people coming to this event. So it's all right. Big.
1: So if you missed out on it, well, maybe we'll see you again next year. Do you guys have another big event coming up at maybe the end of the year, something that people can already get on their mind?
2: We do. We have our annual Churchill Downs event which in this room, I think last year we got 90 people in there, but it holds up to 300. So we do it all always for Veterans Day. So it's really veterans celebration, but it's a day where we go out with our clients, people that we have talked to in the past, and just come out, have a good time, learn a little information. But it's really about just enjoying each other's company, learning a little bit about us, and watching the ponies run.
1: All right, Troy, let's talk about some money here. Have you heard of this movement, the fire movement, uh, the financial independence, retire early, spells f I r a fire. So what, what's your take on this? And for, for people who don't know, this is um folks who adopted this lifestyle. They live like a very Spartan existence <laughs> now in their 20s and 30s, and they try and save like 90% of their income or as much of their income as they possibly can so they can retire in like their 40s or maybe early 50s and still like have a pretty slim lifestyle, but just retire with most of your life in front of you. I think there's a
2: lot that we can take from it. What I've really, I guess, learned about it, it started before COVID, before the whole shutdown, all that happened, before we all got a taste of working from home. It started way before that and really just getting in the mentality of saving as much as possible, like you said, being very minimalistic and trying to just retire early and there form of retirement is a little different because it's not necessarily quitting your job and not working anymore at all. Most of these people that push the fire movement, they're bloggers, they're video bloggers, they write, they're still making money, but it's about not working for somebody kind of living your own life, making your money on your own terms, if that makes sense to you. But there's a lot that we can take from that really, their number one focus is not having debt at all or if you do have debt paid off as soon as possible, that way you don't owe anybody anything. And the money that you make can sustain your lifestyle or go to sustain your lifestyle. And it's also to save as much as possible. So that's part of retirement planning is being able to sit down, look at what your expenses are, know exactly what you need on a monthly basis and saving the difference, not just spending it. So we should all be saving as much as possible. Now, most of us can't, or aren't looking to retire at 40 or 50 be nice. But at that point, retirement planning becomes a little say harder because instead of having 20 to maybe 30 years of unemployment to account for and to build that retirement plan or that income plan for now, we might have 40 to 50 years.
1: Well, everyone understands that if you can retire in like your early forties, or you know, maybe early 50s, it's going to be really cool in your personal life because you'll be there as your kids are kind of coming of age and you can spend more time with them in some really critical years. you know. And look, everyone gets that, but it's kind of scary when you do the math because not only does the money have to last a long time, in order to get to that point, they seem to be really aggressive with yeah. their investments and it seems like they're taking on a whole lot of risk. And Troy, I think you're not a big fan of risk. Now, risk can come to
2: bite you in the tail and, you know, kind of look at it. We do this class over at University of Louisville. We haven't started this year yet, but we're looking to start in September. Educational course where we sit down and kind of just go through the retirement planning process. But we have this example that we talk about in there about two brothers retiring, but both retiring in different decades. So if you kind of follow me for a second on these numbers. So I got brother number one that retires in 1990 brother number two retires in 2000. They both have a portfolio of around $500,000. And when they figure out how much money they need on an annual basis, it comes out to be about $30,000 both out of their portfolio. So we all know how the 90s went. 90s market was really good. How were the 2000s? Do you remember, James? Uh, we started with a downturn and we ended with a downturn. So not, yeah. not as fun. It's kind of known as one of the worst decades to retire in within the last hundred years. So if you go to 2000, 2001, 2002, the stock market total was down over those three years, about 60%. And of course you had the big 2008 where the market was down about 40%. So if you look at retiree number one in this example that I used, at the end of his retirement at year 2000, he had about $1.2 million in his portfolio. How do you think the guy that retired in year 2000 came
1: out? Well, you just said it was one of the worst decades ever to retire. So considerably less, I imagine.
2: You had a little bit less than $100,000 left. That just goes to show that if you are following the market, we can't predict exactly what's going to happen in the market. So you have to make sure your plan will last through good markets and through bad markets. So when people ask me when I should back off, I look at myself as an example. I'm 40 years old. So right now you basically have, when we're looking at managing portfolio, we have three characteristics. We look at growth in a portfolio. Everybody needs growth, safety or risk. We all need some sort of safety or risk mitigation in our portfolio and income portfolio should create some sort of income, but your allocation of those three characteristics change over the years. So I'm 40 years old. I still have 25 years until retirement. So I'm going to be very heavy in the growth. Everything that I'm putting in, I'm saving as much as possible. I get to capitalize from the ups and downs of the market. Let's fast forward 20 years. Now I'm five years out from retirement. Where do you think I'm going to lean towards? I'm going to back off and go towards more of that risk mitigation, the safety of my portfolio to make sure that in five years when I want to retire, just because the market doesn't agree with my retirement plan, it's not going to require me to work longer because I'm taking too much risk five years out from retirement.
1: So do they have to do anything different if you're doing the retire early method and you need income for the next? Because if you retire at like 50, you still got a plan for like 50 years of retirement. Do you use different tools or is the same kind of plan just stretched out?
2: Same kind of plan. I mean, you do have to look at different type of assets. Well, the um, classification of your assets, when I say that IRA versus brokerage accounts, if everything's in deferred. Retirement accounts, you really can't touch that until age 55 or 59 and a half. So you're limited on how you can get that income. But I haven't met with a lot of people that are retiring at 40 and 50 years old. What we're meeting with are people that have worked for a long time. They've put in a good amount of time, but they got a taste of the home life during COVID. And they're like, you know what? I don't want to go back. I don't want to get back into the office and work on a day to day basis can we retire early? And they're talking about maybe four to five years early. So at that point, the planning still sticks and what we do
1: still accomplishes what they want to do. All right. Well, if you haven't got a plan by that point, then you definitely need to call Troy. Mercurial Wealth Advisors, how long y'all been doing this? 30 years. Tell me what's in the Retirement 360 scorecard.
2: So we'll give you the Retirement 360 scorecard and that's going to answer four simple questions for you. Have you saved enough to experience retirement that you've always dreamed about? Will your retirement income keep up with inflation? Huge hot topic right now with inflation soaring over 8%. We need to know if our income is going to keep up with that. How much risk are you currently taking? We're seeing the markets go up and down every day. If we do have a recurrence of 2008, 2009, how much of your portfolio is at risk and how much could it go down? And is Uncle Sam going to be your biggest beneficiary when you check out on life? So we need to make sure your state plan is set up the proper way to make sure everything goes to who you want to, the way you want to. So give us a call at 502-273-1188. John will schedule a 45-minute discovery visit with one of our advisors to make sure we get these questions answered for you. Again, call us at 502-273-1188.
1: That's Troy Bolton for Mercurial Wealth Advisors. I'm James Parker. We'll be right back with more Retirement
0: 360. When you crash your car you get it fixed. When your computer crashes, you get a new one. But what will you do if you're saving for your 401k and the market crashes? Hey, it's Tony Vanetti for Mercurio Wealth Advisors. If you're in your 30s or 40s, you'll be just fine. But if you're in or near retirement, you could be in trouble. Lowell's retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton and Mercurio Wealth Advisors are here to help. They'll create a retirement 360 degree game plan to see if you're taking too much risk. Don't let the market control you and your retirement dreams. Call 502 383 5800 today to schedule your visit with Louisville's retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. That's 383 5800. Crashes happen. Are you ready? Mercurio Wealth Advisors 383 5800. Investment advisory services offered through Mercurio Wealth Advisors LLC, a registered investment advisor insurance and annuities offered through Mercurio Insurance Services.
3: Call now to schedule a visit and get started on your Retirement 360 game plan. 502-273-1188. That's 502-273-1188. Hey there, you're listening to Retirement 360. I have Alan Mercurio
1: from Mercurio Wealth Advisors in studio. Of course, we're talking about money. And, you know, we talk about investing every week. And one of the things that comes up on a regular basis on this show is annuities. And I think some annuities have gotten a bum rap. I turn on Fox Business or CNBC and I see commercials where some guy with a national financial firm will say, I would die and go to hell before I sold an annuity. But, (laughs) you know, there's a little more truth behind yeah. that, uh, commercials like that.
4: Yeah. you know, I think James, the truth of the matter is, and when we're thinking about where we are now as a country and just our, as the, you know, our parents have you know moved on or grandparents have moved on, we're not dealing with the same type of retirement plan. Anyway, most of the folks that are listening to this show right now do not have any kind of a pension. And the only source of guaranteed income that they probably have coming in once they retire is going to be their Social Security, which is great. And we hope that the Social Security system can stay viable all throughout our retirement years and everything. And I think it will for most of us listening. I think it will change over time, but, but that's a source of guaranteed income. And you're going to find out, and folks with you listening are going to find out as you get ready to retire, enter this area of your life called retirement that the most important thing to you every month is going to be the income that's generated that comes into your bank account. Because that income that comes into your bank account every month is what affords you the opportunity to go buy the groceries and to do the traveling and to give to the grandkids and to have the fun things or do the fun things that you want to do in addition to doing the necessary things or paying for the necessary things that you have. So that that income coming in is a, is a key part of retirement. And I think that this this kind of escapes those people that beat up on these products because this is what this product does. And I would go so far to say that probably as many as 70, 80% of the people listening to the show right now, if you don't have one of these products in your portfolio, you probably should because what that does to your portfolio is it's going to provide you a certain amount of safety and security inside your portfolio to make sure that when things go wrong, they don't go real wrong. I'm glad we're bringing this up and we're going to talk about this today because this is actually something that we're very passionate about here and I think it is something that you have to at least consider as part of your portfolio. Now if you if you're sitting on 8, 10, 12 million dollars or something like that, maybe not as much, but if you're, you know, haven't saved as much for retirement, this becomes even more critical because you want to protect what you have.
1: Well, in a year like this year where we ticked into a bear market, are you finding there's a little more interest in these safer products?
4: Well, anytime the market does what it's doing this year, we do. We end up seeing a lot of folks come back and say, oh, you know, I didn't realize I was taking as much risk as I am. I didn't know that my portfolio could go down 20%. I didn't know that I could lose two, three $300,000 in my portfolio over a period of five or six months. You know, I didn't realize I was that far out on the ledge, bring me back. Let me talk about some of these things that are a little bit safer. So we do see that every time the market does this. But again, the reality is I think if you set up your plan properly, when you get ready to go into retirement, then when the market does this, you don't have to worry about it. And just I'm gonna take a few minutes just to kind of explain kind of what we do at Mercurial Wealth Advisors that's probably different than most out there. And I can hear people out there saying right now, all this guy's doing is trying to sell me an annuity. Well, the bottom line is probably yes, that we're trying to sell you an annuity for a specific reason, because we want to build safety in your portfolio and we want to make sure that your money lasts as long as you do. So if you got a plan or you're trying to build a plan that's going to be successful and get you to all the way to age 90 or 95 or age 100 without running out of money, then you probably need one of these products in your portfolio. And it's more about that. It's more about making sure that that plan is successful than us selling a product. Because, you know, we get paid on it one time. We never get paid another penny on it. But we service these products throughout our client's lifetime. And we want to make sure that it does exactly what we're telling them that it's going to do. And the bottom line, again, is what it's going to do is it's going to provide you pretty consistently somewhere between a 3 and a 6% rate of return over time. So it's not going to get you rich or anything like that, but it's going to give you a certain amount of protection in your portfolio so that the other assets, the let's say if you did 50% of your assets in mm-hmm. one of these products and 50% of your assets in just the stock market, when the stock market's down by 20%, like it has touched this year, then your portfolio may still be down, but it's probably only going to be down 10% because the 50% that's in the annuity is completely safe. You're not going to lose that. So that's the nice thing about it is the worst case scenario is you go a year without making anything, but you're not going to lose anything once you've already made it. And that's a key part of retirement. If you look and read anything on Warren Buffett, one of the main things he says is the first rule of investing is don't lose money. And it's followed by the second rule, which repeats the first rule, don't lose money and, and so on and so forth. The key thing is that once you've got it, you don't want to lose it. And that's what these products will do.
1: Well, then who are these guys beating up on annuities in these TV commercials?
4: Well, okay. So in reality, again, I'm speaking reality today. If we were to take your money and put 100% of it in our managed portfolios, over time, we're going to make more money because it's going to create more fee income. As the assets grow, we're going to create more fees. Well, wait,
1: wait, when you say we, you mean the financial firm and not the, yeah. okay. Yeah,
4: the financial, the financial firm. Or in general, if you came in here and said, hey, I, I don't believe in any of these annuity things. I just want you all to manage my money. If we put it under management and we collect a fee on it every year for the next 15 to 20 years, because most of our clients stick around for that length of time or longer, we're going to make more money than we would make in a one-time sale of an annuity product that's protecting your money. So a lot of these guys that that say, hey, I don't want to ever sell an annuity. It ties your money up. You don't have any flexibility. You can't take big withdrawals out of it. Uh, you're going to get paid big fees and all this stuff. They're not really speaking all the truth. I mean, yes, some of those things are true, but the thing that they're not telling you is, is your money is protected against downsides in the market. You can take withdrawals out of it. They can provide benefits like long-term care benefits, and some of these annuities do. So there's a lot of things that they don't talk about. And why they don't talk about that is I think that they're looking more on what the sale or what the relationship can do for them as opposed to what it can do for the client.
1: All right, this is Alan Mercurio from Mercurio Wealth Advisors. If you got a question for the show or you want to contact him at the office, 502-273-1188 or Coach 502-273-1188 or Louisville's com. Now, we've already seen the market uh, kick a bunch of people's IRAs in the teeth all year, and if I am thinking about making this flight to safety, is it too late that I already missed the boat and I'm just going to lock in my losses?
4: Well, Possibly, so you have to kind of look at the the whole picture of things. Uh, I give you an example. We were working with a we've had this client for probably gosh six years now, I guess, and I'm not going to give their names because I know they listen to the show, but they're getting ready to move into an assisted living facility, and one of the things that they are concerned about is that the market has been down some, so they've lost some money in their managed portfolio, which I'm being truthful with you guys. It's not we're not sitting here telling you that we're managing assets and not losing money during this market because anybody that tells you that, I think they're not being truthful. So we have seen our accounts drop in value a little bit. So we would just wanted to make sure that they wanted to make sure is if, hey, if we move into this facility, can we still pay our bills? Are we going to be able to withstand the big upfront cost and all that stuff? Let's rerun the plan. Let's see if everything's still intact. So I was just in the process this past week of running that plan and putting it all together. And I was able to go back and show them because they have some of these products in their portfolio already, that they are okay. What I did was I jacked the inflation number up in our planning software. I jacked it up to 5%. And I said, okay, well, what if we didn't earn anything on your investments for the rest of your lifetime? Now, again, full disclosure, he's 78, she's 76. So they're, you know, they're already, we're looking at providing money for maybe 25, 30 years. And they've got a, not a huge amount of money, but they've got a a decent amount of savings that they're, they're working with. It's a little over a million dollars. So I was able to show them with the safety of the annuities that they have in their portfolio already even though their accounts are down in value and even though they're going to come up with a big chunk of money up front to pay for this entry into this assisted living facility with 5% inflation and zero growth, they still end up at age 100 with money left over. Now in one scenario it was like $113,000 left over. And the other scenario is like $460,000 left over. So it just depends on which way they go. So the whole point of building a financial plan is making sure that you make it through that retirement phase and still have money left over. Or maybe if you do it just right, your last paycheck bounces or whatever, last check bounces. So that's the point of having a financial plan. It's not about always earning the maximum return, although you want to try to earn the most you can. It's about minimizing taxes, earning a decent rate of return, and making sure that you have money left over at the end of the plan. And that's what we're trying to do with everybody that comes in and goes through our process at Mercurial Wealth Advisors.
1: All right. So you say you don't want to put everything in the one tool there. So maybe you just put half the assets or whatever you allocate to these uh, annuities. What do you do with the rest of the money? What's the rest of the retirement plan look like?
4: Well, I mean, you're still building that plan. You want to have an investment strategy to take care of that inflation so that if you do have some higher inflation, it's going to have some growth in there too. You have a diversified portfolio and everything. So typically what our portfolios are going to look like is we're going to have some percentage, maybe not 50%, but some percentage of the money in some kind of protected asset. We're going to have some alternative investments in there, maybe some uh, precious metals, some real estate, things like that that are going to be You know, not related or not correlated to what the stock market's doing. And then we're going to have some traditional stock market investments, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, those types of things, and therefore more growth. And blending that all together in the right way will typically show that person hey, I'm not going to ride the roller coaster throughout my retirement years. There's going to be years I'm not going to make as much of my buddy. But there's going to be years that I'm going to be making more than him because he's going to be you know, losing because he's all in the market. All of that together, I think, is what sets and creates a good financial plan. And folks, if you're listening to this for the first time or if you've been listening for a long time and you haven't went through a process that shows you that, I'm going to urge you to call us today and and get on our counter and, and sit down with one of the advisors here at Mercurial Wealth Advisors to really understand how a plan looks. Doesn't mean that you're going to commit and do it, you know, move all your assets over to us or anything like that. Doesn't mean you're going to become a client. But if you go through that process, I think you will, it'll open your eyes to what you actually need to do getting ready for retirement, whether you do it with us or somebody else. So give us a call at 502 273 1188 or go to Lowell's Retirement com and get your, you know, appointment set today.
1: That's Alan Mercurio for Mercurio Wealth Advisors. I'm James Parker. We'll be right back on Retirement 360. Welcome back. This is Retirement 360. I'm James Parker. We have Alan Mercurio. He's a financial advisor with Mercurio Wealth Advisors, and we're breaking down annuities today. And look, I'm not saying everyone needs an annuity. Not everyone does. But one thing is certain, the annuity world has changed over the last generation or two. Alan, talk about how much is different with some of these income tools that we have today.
4: Well, when you start thinking about, and this is a question we get all the time, is how's My retirement plan going to be different than my dad's or my grandfathers or grandmothers or whatever. The main difference is is that you probably don't have, and I'm saying you as most of the people listening to this show, you probably don't have a guaranteed pension coming in. Now, there's a percentage of you that still have this. I mean, some of you still have a, a pension that you'll get when you retire, but for the most of us. We just don't. And our grandparents, our parents in most cases, had some kind of guaranteed pension coming in, in addition to whatever they'd saved in the stock market or wherever they saved it. So it was nice to know that when you retired, you know, and you work for a local utility company or a big manufacturing company or something like that, that you are getting your Social Security of maybe a couple thousand dollars a month. You're getting a pension of maybe a couple thousand dollars a month. And then you'd save maybe a few hundred thousand dollars in your retirement accounts. So now you've got, let's say, four thousand dollars a month coming in on your own and your spouse has maybe got another two thousand. So maybe six thousand dollars a month coming in. And our parents and grandparents didn't spend money the way we spend money. You know, they might be able to get by on two, three thousand dollars after they paid their mortgage off and everything was you know debt free and all that stuff. So they they had extra money just on that guaranteed income side. So everything else was kind of icing on the cake. Now we're seeing it a lot different. You know, you probably have still have the guaranteed source of Social Security if you're you know, worked in this country. You got Social Security coming to you, or, or railroad retirement, or something like that. But that may be it. If you don't have some type of a pension plan, then everything you've saved is probably saved in something called a four hundred one k or IRA or something like that, which is problematic too because now you. Part of that's owned by Uncle Sam, so you have to make sure that you kind of factor that in that you're going to give part of this to Uncle Sam when you start taking this money out. And on top of all of that, we're not getting by in most cases on two to three thousand dollars a month. Again, some of the folks that are listening maybe, but for the majority of people that we see, you're probably spending five, 000, six, 000, eight thousand dollars a month. Maybe even I've got a client that spends regularly thirteen, 000, fourteen thousand dollars a month. And that's not uncommon to see that type of expense because we enjoy our lifestyle. We've built a lifestyle that we, you know, that takes money to fund that lifestyle. So now you've got this guaranteed source of Social Security, but nothing else. So the market comes around like it has over the last few months, drops 20%, you know, goes into a bear market, inflation jumps up five, six, seven, eight percent. And then you start thinking, okay, now where's this money coming from? I'm pulling money out of an asset that's dropped by 20%. So now instead of taking 2% out of it on an annual basis, I'm taking four to 6% out on an annual basis. It doesn't take long to figure out that that pile of money is going to start to dwindle because you've taken that out. So I, th- I think when you start thinking about building a retirement plan today and whether these products make sense to you or not, You've got to figure out how am I going to kind of put a fence around some of my income or some of my money to protect it so that when the market does this, I'm not going to lose anything. And if I put that fence around it, I also got to understand that when the market goes back up, I may not make as much as that investment over here in the stock market. So what we try to do is just build a plan that's going to work with everybody. And I say everybody, everybody's plan is going to be different. But it's going to have a percentage of safety in it and a percentage of growth. Some people might have more growth, some people might have more safety. So it just depends on what your tolerance is for that. But there's a there's a vast difference between grandma and grandpa's retirement plan and the retirement plan that you gotta build for yourself.
1: Well, in in that context, it sounds like one of the main things that has changed is the safety. The safe tools are now spitting out peanuts compared to what they did for my grandma, you know, CDs and just the savings account at the bank and even fixed annuities. So we've lost that. We've lost pensions. We've been forced into the market, which is more volatile. Yeah. It sounds like we've lost a a big layer of safety over a generation.
4: Yeah. And I think that they, and and when you start to walk through the process and everything and think about it, Once you give up that paycheck, so again, if you're looking at your social security and your pension or some kind of an annuity for safe money that's coming into your household every month, your paycheck was one of those safe things because you knew as long as you went in and put in 40 hours, your boss was going to write you a check at the end of the month or end of the week or every two weeks or whatever, and you were going to be able to put that in your bank account and use it. Now you're talking about giving up that source of income because you're retiring. You're not going to have that. Relationship with your boss anymore. He's not going to write you those checks, or he, she's not going to write you those checks. So now you have to recreate that.
1: All right. Well, I hear you using a few different terms. Explain to me what these different types of annuities are.
4: Okay. There's basically four types of annuities that are out there. We use a couple of different types of them, but and kind of stay away from one of them. One's a, called an immediate annuity. And an immediate annuity is where you take a certain amount of money, let's say it's $100,000, you give it to an insurance company. And they're going to immediately within 30 days, maybe 45 days, they're going to start giving you a a monthly check off of that money. So and that money is going to last you either for a certain period of time or maybe for the rest of your life. So it depends on what the terms are of that annuity, but you're going to, that's the immediate payout. So it's going to, you're going to give them something. They're going to automatically start giving you something right back. That's the immediate annuity or immediate pension account kind of like the, or works like that pension. Then the second type is what's called a deferred annuity. A deferred annuity is kind of the same thing. So you're going to give them $100,000 or n- some number. Don't get stuck on my numbers, folks. But you're going to give them some number. It's going to be deferred until you want the money. So it's going to grow and it's going to grow tax deferred. So you're not going to pay any tax on it while it's growing. But once you turn it on, once you start taking money out of it, it's going to pay you again for a certain period of time or maybe for the rest of your life, depending on what those terms are of that particular annuity company or that annuity that you're buying. And it's going to be safe and you're gonna, you know, it's gonna be taxable income, or part of it's gonna be taxable when you start taking that money out if it's an after tax account. So that's a deferred annuity. So the immediate one starts immediately, the deferred one starts sometime later. It's kind of easy to understand that. Then the two types of annuities are really fixed annuities. Actually, there's three. Fixed annuities, fixed indexed annuities, or variable annuities. Well, a fixed annuity is similar to a bank CD. It's going to pay you a stated interest rate, you know, either guaranteed for a year or maybe guaranteed for multiple years. And it's going to pay you that every year. And then at the end of the term, you can take your money and reinvest it like another CD. You can just reinvest it into another annuity or you can, you know, keep that same annuity and it, it'll have a stated rate again. That's what a fixed annuity is. No risk with the market or anything like that. It's not going to go up when the market goes up or anything. It's just a stated interest rate. The fixed or let's go to the variable annuity. So the variable annuity is kind of the other side of that because you're giving the insurance company some money and they're putting it into a portfolio of mutual funds that's inside that annuity. Now, the variable annuities have been the ones that really have been kind of targeted over the last several years because they do have higher expenses. You have a fee for the, the annuity vehicle, usually called the mortality and expense fee. And then you have a fee for the mutual funds that are inside that. And you might have some rider fees if you've got some kind of specific rider on there. So they can get quite expensive. You might pay three, four percent for one of those accounts, and that's where the industry kind of gets beat up on because those are expensive annuities.
1: Well, that sounds kind of high.
4: It is. It's it's terribly high because if you have four percent, let's say you even have one that's you're charged three percent on, you've got to make seven, eight percent just to get a nice rate of return for yourself. So it's. Terribly high. We definitely stay away from the variable annuities. There are a couple of companies out there like Vanguard and, oh, I think the other one's Jefferson National that have basically zero cost annuities. So there are a few of them out there that you're not paying those big fees on the variable side. But you're kind of, in my mind, you're kind of defeating the purpose of the annuity itself when you're buying it and creating this. uh, You're still taking risk in it. Why not just do that in a mutual fund or a stock or whatever if you're going to do that? So I'm not a big fan of the variable annuities. But then there's this hybrid between the fixed and the variable called the fixed index annuity, where you're actually using different indices that are out there. And you, when the market goes up, you get to make some money. You get some of the participation. You don't get all of it, but you get some of the participation in the market. But then when the market goes down, you can't lose anything. So it works kind of like a staircase. If the market's going up, you're going up with it to some degree. You may not be getting all of it, but you're getting some of it. Then when it starts to go down, you kind of plateau. You kind of hit a landing. And then when the market turns and starts going back up again, you start walking back up them stairs again. So it's just if you imagine a staircase with a landing every so often, that's kind of what an indexed annuity looks like. So you're going to have some growth, but you're also going to have that safety when the market retreats and it's always going to retreat at some point. So building a portfolio that has some element of that, maybe a fixed annuity or a fixed indexed annuity in there, I think gives you that safety that you want. Plus, any of those can be turned into an income stream anytime that you want them to.
1: That's uh, Alan Mercurio from Mercurio Wealth Advisors, 502 273 1188. The website is Louisville's Retirement Louisville's Retirement You were breaking down some of the fees there. Anything else we need to know about the fees that are hidden inside annuities?
4: Well, the indexed annuities. They can have a rider attached to them and the rider fee can be as much as one or one and a half percent. So you just have to be aware of that. And you want to make sure that if you want the rider and what it provides to you, some of them are what they call income riders. Sometimes you want a death benefit rider. Sometimes you want a long-term care rider or something like that. There's going to be some added cost to that. Usually it's in the neighborhood of one or one and a half percent, which is high. So you're going to pay that, you know, every year that that money's in the account, that's going to come out of that account. But again, the benefit you have to weigh the benefit is it worth the cost of that for that benefit that you're getting out of it. Again, the variable annuities, you've got the mutual fund cost inside it, you got the uh, what they call the mortality and expense fee that's usually one to one and a half percent. Then you got another rider fee. If you got a you know, one of those riders, you might have another one percent. So you could be paying three or four percent on those variable annuities. We just tend to stay away from them because of that cost. It just doesn't make sense. So Again, folks, if you're looking to build a portfolio, looking to not necessarily just build a portfolio, but build a plan to get you to and through retirement, pick up the phone, give us a call, 502-273-1188, or go to coach.com. And what we can do is walk you through a process that we've developed. It's a proprietary process. It will help you really look at your current situation, evaluate it completely, and then also build a plan beside it and say, okay, this might get you a little bit more safety a little bit more surety or security going through retirement so give us a call 502-273-1188 or go to louisville's retirement
1: coach.com all right that's alan mercurio from mercurio wealth advisors this is retirement 360
0: quick who's your favorite sports team okay now imagine they're playing in the most important game of the year the season's on the line type of game now you realize they don't have a game plan they're just going to wing it. How do you think that's going to go? Probably not very well. Are you doing the same thing when it comes to retirement? Are you hoping things will go well? Well, hey, this is Tony Fennetti for Mercurio Wealth Advisors. Set yourself up for success by getting a retirement 360-degree game plan from Louisville's retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Tory Bolton. They'll help you think through your taxes, income, estate planning, and much, much more. When you're done, you'll have a customized retirement 360-degree game plan that you can be confident in. Schedule your visit now with Louisville's retirement coaches, Alan Mercurio and Troy Bolton. Mercurio Wealth Advisors, 502-383-5800. 502-383-5800. Investment advisory services offered through Mercurio Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through Mercurio Insurance Services. Do you
3: know how inflation could affect your retirement savings? The Retirement 360 Roadmap could provide some answers. Call for a complimentary visit now 502 273 1188. That's 502 273 1188. Welcome back.
1: This is Retirement 360. I have Alan Mercurio from Mercurio Wealth Advisors in studio. His number is 502 273 1188. The website's Louisville's RetirementCoach.com. And whether it's through the radio show, him meeting people in the office, or I guess sometimes people probably stop in the grocery store to ask you questions at this point, Alan. Uh, He gets all kinds of questions during the week. We like to print out some of our favorite ones and just set them to the side of the desk over here. And then we go through them on the show. So we call it the Retirement 360 Mailbag, but just a stack of printouts. You ready, Alan? I'm ready. All right. First question. My husband just retired and I'm planning to leave my job within the next few months. I just haven't been able to get my replacement trained, but then I'll be set to retire. I'm excited, but already my husband has started to pinch pennies everywhere. I can't even get him to talk about taking our first trip after I retire. This is already driving me crazy. How do I get him to get comfortable with the idea of spending some of our savings on some fun things? This is what we saved it for. Alan?
4: I think that the, first of all, I appreciate your question. And and it's something that most people and I'm going to say this. Don't I don't mean to offend you, but most people that don't have a plan go through because you're looking at a finite number. You're no longer being able to add to that number, and all you're seeing are withdrawals coming from that. So your spouse, husband, wife, in this case, or husband in this case, is a little nervous because you're, you're seeing okay. I've got to take you know a couple thousand dollars out a month just to keep our lifestyle going, and I don't know how I'm replacing that, especially if the market's doing what it's doing now. You know, I feel vulnerable and I feel like the account's just going to bleed out. I don't want to, I don't want to do that. But if you've got a plan and you've sat down with a qualified advisor that can walk you through, you know, all the investment options that are out there and then also show you how to build one so that it creates income or you have that income coming in. And then also really look at some projections that are really tested I gave an example earlier in the show where I, I tested a client's portfolio with a 5% inflation rate and a 0% return and still was able to show that they were going to have enough money when they got to age 100. So that the idea is, is if you can really stress test your portfolio and still show a successful retirement, then you know a period of downturn in the market shouldn't bother you as much. And then I think over time, your husband, your spouse will get used to the idea of, not working, where this money's coming from. And then if you stay connected with your advisor that creates the plan for you and do consistent reviews, maybe not four or five times a year, but doing a good review every year, at least you'll be able to see, Hey, it's not going to go away. I'm not going to be a pauper. I'm not going to run out of money. This is going to work. And you'll start to get a little bit more comfort. He will get a little bit more comfort with that. Maybe he won't be pinching as many pennies if you have that kind of plan.
1: Do you see people, though, who are real hesitant at first, you know, the, the ice thaws as they get a few months or maybe a few years into retirement? Oh,
4: absolutely. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think the first 30 days, first 60 days, you go through a shock period because you're used to working. Most of us have worked 30, 40 years before we get to that point we can call retirement. And then all of a sudden you, you just stop.
1: And well, I get that feeling on vacation. If I, right? I can't, I can't take a vacation for more than four days. Cause I took like an eight day vacation three years ago. And on day five, I was getting nervous. It's like, are things falling apart? How can I go this long without working? Like, how can I go this long without producing more income? How can I, yeah, it, it drove me nuts exactly. after a week.
4: My turning point was probably about six or eight years ago. Now my wife and I had gotten to the point where we were doing these cruises and we love cruising on, you know, these big ships and stuff like that. And we go to the Caribbean or Oh
1: heck yeah. Right.
4: But I mean, she was only able to get me to do a seven day cruise. And I could not even think about doing anything longer than that. And something happened. I can't remember how we did it, but we ended up committing to an 11 day cruise and went deep into the Caribbean and all this stuff. And by day five and six, I was panicking. I was like, oh my gosh, I got to get off the ship. We got to do something. I got to be productive. I gotta." That's create- me. How'd
1: you get over that? <laughs>
4: right. Well, I just, I went through that panic stage for a day or two and I checked into the office. Of course, we had internet. We could actually get into the, you know, I could check into the office and all that stuff and everything was fine. You know, nobody was panicking. The, the building hadn't burned down with the me being gone. You know, the, everybody was still working and it just worked. I mean, after I connected a little bit and said, Hey, is everything okay? Y'all need anything? No, we're good. Everything's fine. Nobody's had any problems. And it just, I realized, I think that it, it is okay. I can step away for a little bit and then come back and everything will still be okay. But I think everybody's going to go through that when they first retire. Because again, you've been used to working every single day for you know a five day period or some people work seven days a week, but working every day. Of the week, and you've done this for 30 or 40 years, you get into that rut, you get into that habit, and it's kind of a sense of security. You just know, hey, I can go to work every day and I've got this paycheck coming in, and everything's fine. But then when you take that away, it just you feel vulnerable and you think, oh my gosh, how am I going to live off of this? You know, this big pile of money all of a sudden looks like a little pile of money, and you think, oh gosh, I didn't save enough. But if you have a plan, you've walked through that with somebody, I think you can actually see that the reality of that being able to sustain you throughout your lifetime.
1: Next question from the mailbag. This one says, uh, Alan, there are a couple of local charities that we've regularly supported throughout our careers. We don't want to completely abandon these causes now that we're retired, but it seems scary to keep giving as much when we're now on a fixed income. Should we hold off on charitable giving for now if we're worried about the financial impact?
4: Well, again, I think when you're working with a, a financial advisor and they've built you a plan based on your desires, then that should be part of the plan. And you should be able to include that in there. Your charitable giving is always something that, you know, we want to include and show that it's not, you know, you get a lot of value out of the charitable giving. I mean, you get, not only do you help the charity and and benefit the people that are getting the money from the charity, but you also get kind of a nice feeling from your, for yourself. And you kind of, it feeds your soul a little bit. So having that as part of your plan is common I mean we have that all the time is that you know that's something that people want to build into their plan they don't want to start skimping just because they've retired you might feel like I mean if you're one of these that give a thousand dollars a month or a couple thousand dollars a month yeah you, know, you may feel like hey I can't do that anymore so I think if you just sit down and you are honest with your advisor and you put some thought into it as to what you feel comfortable giving what you think that the charity can use maybe it's only twenty dollars a month whatever the number is, you just build that into your plan and it should work fine. If it doesn't, then maybe you can't retire now. So you just, you have to be willing to accept the reality there too, is that you don't want somebody telling you what you want to hear. You want somebody telling you what you need to hear, if that makes sense. So you don't want to have somebody that's just a a yes person that's saying, yes, you can retire. Yes, you can do this. Yes, you can do that. If you can't, you you want to make sure that they're telling you the truth. So,
1: well, I, do people get in trouble from being too charitable in retirement? Oh, you can. I think where I see it, not necessarily
4: from charity, where I see people getting in trouble is with their kids or their family. If you got one of those kids that are a slow starter or somebody that's always leaned on you and you're a giver, a couple things can happen. You might be a giver and your spouse may want to cut them loose. And if you can't come to an agreement, it might cause problems between you and your spouse. So that's a, an issue. But you can, I've seen over the years, I've seen clients that have just given their retirement assets pretty much to their kids because their kids wouldn't get out off their tails and go to work. I see that more so than charities because the charities, although you might not want to, you can cut them off. The kids are a little bit harder when you cut them off. You know, you have repercussions from that because if you got grandkids with that child, they may decide You don't get to see your grandkids anymore or something like that. So you just have to be careful. And I think that sets a bad precedence when you start, you know, there's no parable that says you can give a a man a fish and he'll eat for a day, or you can teach him to fish and he'll eat for a lifetime. So you got to teach your kids to fish. And then once they learn to fish, you want to give them something that's fine, but they know how to fish.
1: All right. uh, This is Alan Mercurio from Mercurio Wealth Advisors. We're just rolling through the retirement 360 mailbag. If you got a question, 502 273-1188 or Louisville's retirement coach.com. next one is a short one alan this one says yeah. is, is my social security benefit going to be taxed i can't figure out what to expect with that it well
4: here's the short answer it depends because uh when social security first came out it was designed not to be taxed but i think in at first in uh ronald reagan's administration uh there was some a uh, legislation passed that up to 50% of it could be taxed, depending on what other money that you made. And then when Clinton was in up to 80% of it could be taxed, 80 or 85, but it's a percentage, I think it's 85% of it could be taxed once you reach a certain threshold of income. So depending on how much income that you're drawing from other places, yeah, your social security could be taxed. And I would say since they haven't changed those thresholds over the last, gosh, 25 years, more than likely it's going to be taxed unless you have some other, you don't have any other income coming in. It's going to have some level of tax with it. So,
1: Yeah. And I just looked it up real quick. You're right. It's 85% is the the top taxable inclusion thing. Yeah.
4: So, and I think what will happen over the next probably 10 years is we'll see that number go to a hundred percent. You know, the social security administration has said that they're running out of funds. I mean, there's, there's definitely a shortage there. So, We'll see some changes. I don't think it'll ever go away, but I think we will see some changes like that to where up to hundred percent of it could be taxable. Well, or, I don't
1: know, Alan, I think it might work out because our government's really good about managing a budget. They're you're so right. good at, you're, yeah. You, yeah. No least, problems I think,
4: there. Yeah,
1: you're right. The government is
4: always good about working a budget. So
1: such a good record with that. All right. Uh, well, let's squeeze in one more here. And I All think right. this is going to be a quick one. Anyway, uh, last question for the mailbag. Our son is, was in a severe accident and will need some sort of care and financial support going forward. He isn't married and doesn't have any kids. How can we plan for him to be provided for in the future?
4: Well, the quick answer is, folks, you probably need to sit down with an attorney, build a trust for your son that can support him in you know his later years. When you're not here to help, maybe you, you put the, some money into a trust, and that trust is going to have certain rules as to how he gets money out of it. But that's the short answer to that. If you, if you want a more specific answer, call us at the office. Set up a time to meet with me or one of the advisors here at Mercurial Wealth Advisors. Let's go through a planning process. This is more of a legacy question. So maybe how do we create a, an income for a special needs child or somebody that's been in an accident like this gentleman? So you want to have a plan built. So give us a call, 502-273-1188, or go to
1: louisbalsretirementcoach.com. All right, that's Alan Mercurio from Mercurio Wealth Advisors. I'm James Parker. This has been Retirement 360.
3: By contacting us, we'll review aspects of your retirement portfolio to include suggestions on how to best utilize stocks, bonds, life insurance, annuities, and other financial products, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Donald Allen Mercurio and Troy Bolton are investment advisor representatives of Mercurio Wealth Advisors, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate, and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any client experiences discussed during the show are unique to that client. They are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. Mercurial Wealth Advisors is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any governmental agency and does not provide tax or legal advice. Please consult your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability
0: of the issuing insurance company. Insurance licensed in Kentucky and Indiana.